So amazing, uh, you see how they playing uh, Live wire, it's all about sports and entertainment uh, You don't wanna miss it, so official like you never seen Keep it going till the whistle blowing from the referee uh, Everything from highlights and stats You know that we gotta run it back Whether on the field or the court You know that this is where it's at uh, Subscribe, no delaying uh, This is Live Wire uh, Sports and entertainment Let's go What's good, what's good, what's good? Welcome to another Live Wire Sports Update. I'm back at you with another one. And today's topic, we're going to talk about a little bit of things in the NFL along with some Washington Commander football. All right, let's get right to it. All right, today was the first day of OTAs for the Washington Commanders, which um, has some pretty good highs and lows. Um, if you notice, uh, if you didn't catch my live stream earlier today, I did an interview with... Um, David Harrison from Lockdown Commanders, very good guy, um, very busy guy, as I may add, that um, we had a really good um, dialogue, guy smart, um, and a great media personality. So um, if you didn't check that out, check that out. Um, it was my um, initial interview live with him today. It's really good. Um but moving forward now, today that, you know, like I said, that Ron Rivera did discuss a few things in OTAs, you know, talked about the Carson Wentz situation, about him, you know, has little, he had a little up and down, but um, he did throw an interception, but it wasn't nothing to really uh, not take away for so much. Um, there was a couple of people that was in there, um, Chase Young, which he's still going through the rehab situation. Um, Ron Rivera did say he hoped that he'll be out there in the next couple of weeks or so, which that will be a good sign to get his footing back. Um, Montez Sweat was in there also. Um, Terry McLaurin, he was in there because of his contract situation and everything like that. Um, Cam Sims was in there because he's just became a father. So congratulations to you, Cam Sims, on that front. Um, Ron Rivera did um, um, also went on and said and <clears throat> talked about the running back situation, what he loved from um, Brian Robinson Jr. and said that there will be a running back committee on. Um, how him and Tony Gibson are being used, which they have really good depth at that. And he touched on like some of the similar things that he's implemented here that he did in Carolina with D'Angelo Williams and Jonathan Stewart, which that's pretty good because I did did a video on Brian Robinson and Gibson and compared them to them too. So therefore, if you have not checked out that video, go to my uh, Watch the Commanders playlist and check that out. You, you'll find some good information in there. Um, uh, um, Jahan Dots, um, Wentz did connect on a pretty immediate toss to Jahan Dotson in 11 11 as Dotson was running uh, a perpendicular to the sideline. And Ron Barrow told reporters he pleased how Wentz, how Wentz is building rapport with his teammates. For those who predict that Corn Elder will be the first to intercept Carson Wentz, meanwhile, all zeros of you, you now may claim your winnings, <laughs> whatever that means. Um, but he also did touch on the progress of Cam um, Curtis Samuels, 
say that they do believe that he's fully 100% healthy now with that hamstring injury that lingers on him um, for the what the last year you know that kept him out most of the most of last year's games you know he wasn't able to come and participate you know every time he came back he had to be out a little bit here and there but definitely now that he's Ron Rivera is confident that he is really fully healthy and he's ready to contribute to the team. So I wish that is something special that we could cite because once we get Terry on the contract, we got Curtis Samuels, Dehami Brown, Cam Sims, um, Jahan Dotson. Then we get to see this team flourish in a full, 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 um, full form that we we definitely expected to be. Now he also did touch on. Antonio Gandy Golden, one of the media guys asked him about it, and Ron Rivera did say that, you know, how that, you know, guys that play basketball or transition from quarterback to the tight end position has a big advantage because of the fact that they have great use of their body. They know how to block out their defenders and so much, so, um, so forth and so on, which, like he said, like Ron Rivera touched on that, you know, Greg Olson was one of them guys in Carolina that was very good of running his route and shielding his body against the defender to be able to catch the ball because it was all about position. Because when you're playing in the NBA and you're a big guy, you sometimes you all you almost playing with your back against the wall. I mean, well, against the defender, against the goal, and blocking, and blocking, blocking them out. So that's a pretty good thing to witness on that front. Um, just like a quarterback, you able to, when you trans transition to tight end, you able to see the field a whole lot more and and and, and understand certain positions of the field to where your your defender may um, potentially end up. So. But he said that um, um, Golden's, you know, transition transition is underway. You know, he was a fourth round choice in 2020. Um, now he's going into a new position, and because they already, like Ron said, they, we already know what he can bring as a receiver. But we want to know what he could do as a tight end, and blocking is going to be one of the main fundamentals to develop him in the tight end situation that if he learns how to block, definitely he will be he will get to be on the field a lot more. So especially in the running game, you definitely has to block. And even in the passing game, if you don't go out for catches, because they could run a two, a two tight end set, you know what I'm saying? He could be a blocking tight end. They could still have another tight end there. Because sometimes blocking tight ends could block and then slip down, slip across the middle to pick up certain, you know, pick passes. Um, you know, like Logan Thomas and Sam Reyes, you know, they both wasn't healthy today. They didn't participate in OTAs. And so they was on the sidelines. So that gave um, Gandy Golden additional rep, reps where he need to learn the intensity, intensity um, at, at tight end. block, And like I said, blocking was one of the keys to his journey. You definitely got to be a blocking tight end. If you cannot block, 
Ron Rivera is pretty much not going to use you because Greg Olson, Olson, he was a great blocking tight end, you know, and he was able to catch the ball. That would made him such great. Um, Troy Pike, you know, he was out there today. Um, Percy Butler and Derek Frost was all out there in full goal. Um, Crystal Holmes was out there, you know. He had a chance to swipe a um, Taylor Heineke pass near the conclusion of today's thing. So Heineke pass was intended, was intended target, slipped on um, some damp grass, leaving Holmes the only man to catch the ball. So there was a lot of good things that in the OTs that was really, really good to see, really. Um, but, you know, the only thing is, Ron Rivera said there will be no joint practices, so we definitely can't see any development of this team, you know, where um, where we definitely um, we definitely can't see um, how this team develops because we're going to have to rely pretty much on what um, preseason, you know, training camp and preseason. So to see how this team progress. But nevertheless, you know, this team, I guess this team is really looking good. They're doing things that they should be doing. So that's another great sign of how this team could be really utilized, you know. And I think once everybody gets back into gets into training camp, then it will be something, something special to see. So, um, you know, even though, like I said, Terry wasn't there, but definitely he will most likely get signed somewhere down the line. Um, I'm not worried about it, but, you know, hey, it's what it is. Uh, it's just great to see Carson Wentz building camaraderie with his fellow new teammates and doing things that he should, he definitely needs to be doing. Um also, the NFL was talking about uh, not um, well potentially getting getting away with the Pro Bowl. So hopefully they hopefully they don't do it. I mean, hope I think it would be good, you know, because the Pro Bowl is pretty useless. It's kind of one of the most boring boring all-star games there is. I don't see no use for it myself because there's, I mean, you could use like, you could use it as a skill challenge. You could probably use it as something that helped develop uh, some charity, some kind of competition and stuff like that where the the NFL awards, awards teams, you know, to do, do certain, do certain aspects um, like how they do with what the the um like the three on three almost with um um the NBA so forth and so forth you know you know you 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 win you you some of your um earnings go to charity or whatnot um but I mean I think what. I don't know when I stopped watching the Pro Bowl. Pretty much, I don't have no interest in it. Especially once the season over, I really don't have no interest watching the Pro Bowl. To be honest with you, but I mean, Ian Rappaport reported it today and said that you know Sunday could be used to showcase players who voted for the Pro Bowl game. 
which I mean, which like I said, you could have a different type of festivities for it. Um, the viewership for the Pro Bowl last year was six point seven million. I mean, the lowest in sixteen years. You know, so a lot of teams just don't engage into it. You know, it it's not because it's not real football. You know, it's almost like flag. And then you can't really do too much because you don't want to injure the player and they be out for the next season. So, I mean, make it fun. Make it do something else. Um, well, that's that. I don't even – I mean, th- me personally, I think the Pro Bowl should move around, you know, from city to city, you know, especially when it's not, you know, have it here, have it, at, you know – Depends on what team is in the what team is in the playoffs. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, like I said, players don't want to risk injury. They don't want to do that. They they want to be able to uh, per se, you know, avoid that physical contact. But nonetheless, I mean, I'm sure the NFL will figure out how to, you know, I guess what, make the Pro Bowl a little bit better for the players. But I, I I don't have no use for it. So whatever they come up with, I mean, if it's like a skills challenge or something like that, or I don't know, I mean, then I might take part of it. But if it's nothing really just going to get my attention, I ain't got no use for it. <laughs> I mean, you, you you pretty much seen they they basically gonna get a get rid of the preseason eventually, altogether. So they're already down to three, and um, just once another uh, another year of rash injuries go at a record high, you best believe they um they going to eliminate more. They trying to extend the season as long as possible. Have all these games. You know where college football players don't—they only play twelve games. Some of them get two bye weeks. You know what I'm saying? And then they have a—they have a, a bigger staff. They—they they play spring break games. They don't even have—they um, don't even have um, preseason games. They go straight into the season, and then—and that's why I think the NFL need to go straight into the season. I mean. Have training camp, have OTAs, training camp, and then like a spring, a spring game or a summer game. You know what I'm saying? You know, and going to, going to um, the regular season, and then made the best team win from that point. But anyway, that's all I got from you from um, the OTA standpoint. You know, I did cover Daniel Snyder a couple of days ago. I did cover the stadium situation last um, last night. So I'm covering the OTAs. Um, I think Ron um, feels good about the team. I think he, he, he there's some good things that happened today that got his eye. But I think he's waiting for the initial for his the main guys to get back into the fold to see where everything is. Oh, he did touch on he did touch on uh, Fuller, McCain, Doom about how they are working together as a team in the secondary. So because 
you know, with London Collins going down, you know, they definitely, he said they definitely have to communicate more and everything. And I think to, he said today they did show a lot of that. So that's a good sign for the defense. But until then, guys, I will talk to you later. Continue to like, subscribe, comment below, and check out my, also check out my podcast on um, Anchor. Um, I will leave the description below for that and definitely check out me on Spotify and other podcast networks. Until then, guys, I salute y'all. Peace.